When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. From the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Hi, everyone. Welcome to ENN. On Tiwi. Ray Rowe. I'd like to start off ENN by saying good evening to Michael K. When you're interviewing him, do you call him meth? And to Don. I got by being an average student. And good evening to myself. I'm calling it sex. <laughs> you remove the context on, that becomes something. You know what I mean? Yep. How's everyone doing? I hope everyone in the Tri-State's enjoying the gorgeous weather. Are you, Don, how was that pool day today? No pool day. I was no. very frustrated. I went upstairs. Everybody's in. It's too hot to go out. I was like disgusted. It's, it's too hot. hot. I have an indoor pool. It wasn't oh, even that hot God. today. I know. Well, listen, I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, why couldn't you go without them? No, I had a lot going on today. Really? Yeah. Kickboxing? Yeah. Oh, you want a little I, update? I couldn't go Monday, so I went back to back days. Wait, hold on. Hit the hit the music. You're a big boxing guy, right? I hate boxing. What I've been doing lately is kickboxing. Got a good future. Tom McGregor's kickboxing update. <laughs> yeah, so for the first time, I went back-to-back days, so I'm a little sore. And Denise you. was the instructor today, and she... Hot. I... She's attractive, but um, well, that's not what I'm, my, my angle. She really Sorry. works you out. I, I can't attest to this. There was a woman that came in, saw her, and left. Like, and I really think it was because she just wasn't ready for that kind of workout. And you welcome it. You embrace it. I love it. it. Yeah, no, it's it's so much fun. <laughs> I'll tell you what, just <laughs> punching that bag, envisioning your enemies, your stress. You ever you think pic- of me on the bag? I'm about to never. say, you picture Michael, don't you? No, never once. Why? Because I don't hate you. That was Enco, Mike. No, I know, but uh, why not answer for the people who didn't think so? Okay. I'm going to take a bite of pizza. You, you have really? pizza? Mm-hmm. Mm, nice. Good Look for you. Look at you throwing caution to the wayside, downing carbs, shoving that delicious yeah. fat right down you your gullet. You know it's a crime game. Like the gavone that you are. I had a major um, uh, television executive really? text me saying that I made some very good points about fans nowadays. Was it Flip? I can't say. If it was Flip, did you tell him that yesterday you said, get a clue, Flip? Well, maybe he got back at me because he's like, uh, great point, Dan. But he corrected it later on. Oh, he wrote. He actually wrote Dan. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear that every day. You don't see it. You but he, 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 he corrected it. He said typo. Who is this person that wrote I, you? I, I shouldn't. Say, well, you never give us any information. Why should I? I'm different than you. It was a huge television executive. Very successful. A lot of Emmys. Very successful. Hall of Fame level. Mm. Let's uh, 
Let's hear our friend John Kirk Boy. Gowdy Jr. text me. No, I wasn't. <laughs> Let's hear our friend John Boy, who, you know, he has a weekly. He took our weekly with uh, Aaron Boone. That's no, 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 no. Don't, 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 don't spin no. it like that. Excuse no, me? No, no, no. We didn't lose a weekly. Well, it, we had one. We decided to go a different direction. John Boy jumped on the opportunity. How about yeah. that? Better. All right. So yeah, get that pizza all the way down your gullet. Okay. Let's let's hear a, a little testy exchange between John Boy and Mr. Boone. The scariest part to me is that you guys truly think that this is the team and, you know, next year is the same thing as this year because it's beyond poor. What do you mean think? That's a very passive-aggressive little comment you made there. Like, what do you mean think? This is what well, we Well, because you're not, yeah. We're not going to roll over. over. I know you're not going to roll over, but, I mean, the Mets did, and they're probably going to be better than the Yankees in two years because of that. They completely rebuilt. They're in a completely different situation, and there's a lot of... Five less wins. If they wanted to, like, really go for it, they had more to sell at the deadline. A lot goes into those kind of things. So, you know, one thing that I think that's happening with with Aaron. So he's doing this weekly with John Boy. Sure. And you know how I feel about John Boy and oh, Jake. Yeah, I we, love him. Uh, we think that you're actually involved in their business and something. Well, sure. if I was, would that be a bad thing? Just because you're dishonest about it, you're sort of like Epler in that way. But my oh. point is, you are being interviewed now by fans. And there's no more ticked-off group of people than fans. So you're going to get... I mean, if you think that we were tough last year, Jimmy and Jake are only going to get tougher because they are the voice of fans. They are fans. They don't spin themselves any other way. And they're going to be asking the questions that everybody that's on Twitter or X would ask him if they had him on a show. He's not going to like it. You can see the tone of his voice there. Yeah. Well, th- there's more. Let's mm. uh, let's hear uh, John Boy ask a, a tough question of old Aaron. Do you chuckle about some of the things when you read like your quotes back? Like you saying, besides the strikeouts, we had a lot of good at bats when there were 18 strikeouts. I even felt that in the moment. And but, but, but you but you but you could laugh at like that sentence, right? Yes, yes. But if you I think if you watch me saying, you can see me searching for that and trying to acknowledge like 18's not good, not good enough. I mean, besides yeah. Sevy's three terrible starts. He's had, well, one good one. Yeah, uh, look. I'm just saying, it's funny. I hope that maybe like in the offseason you can look back and laugh at that sentence. It's a sentence within a... A lot of context around it. And then people just read the sentence, I understand. Correct. And then you repeat it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny. This is not going to be a fun endeavor for Aaron. What the well, next? The next? Uh, what do we got here? We're early August. We got a nice two. He's got two months of these. He's got about eight, nine left. It made me think um, earlier. I just, I just found the tweet. It was in like right in the beginning of the show from a guy by the name of Dave. He says, "I got to say, John Boy segments with Boone uh, asks way more hot button questions than you guys did last year." And then, Don, where do you get your sesame chicken? It's like, that really takes a lot of guts to criticize us, but then, like, ask, you know, ask a question about where I get my sesame chicken. It's like, you're unbelievable. That was a little weird, right? But uh, it, 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 with the exception of the last exchange, guys, a lot of the questions they're asking him, they're more for Brian than him. What's he you, supposed you know to do? You know what's funny, He's too? The, 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 the person with the sesame chicken says that? Yeah. Please, please, genius, while you're eating your sesame chicken and picking the seeds out of your teeth. 
Go listen to the final interview that we did with Boone. Go, go, go do that. Well, and then get back to me and tell, you that, tell me that we didn't ask questions. Well, well, also, could we get a chance to ask him a question when they're three games above five hundred and out of the playoffs? Yeah, they were rolling to last year. Having him on once a week during a 99-win season in which Aaron Judge is breaking the American League record for home runs. I mean, it's a different set of questions, isn't and, it? And then the questions that he got asked <laughs> after he got swept by the Houston Astros tell me that those were not the hardest questions that anybody's going to ask. Yeah. I, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of people. Sick of it. They don't even know what they're listening to. But I just thought it was interesting. But then he goes and asks where I get my sesame chicken. Like, I'm, not, I'm supposed to ignore Tell him you'll never tell him. He could go choke on it. Well, Anthony brings a good point. I did mention where I get it. On the air, I said, I'm China chef. Where do you get your sesame chicken? Where do you get your gall? Where do, I get, where do you get the bulls? <laughs> That's what you want to say. The bulls. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I am so done. Oh! Hey! Oh! Done! I hear you. Oh, yeah. Michael might be done. I mean, it's just it's uh, people are so annoying because they think they know everything and they know trash. They know nothing. They know how to sit there and throw like crap up against the wall. They don't have the responsibilities that people on the air have. No, there were issues last year, but most of the year things were going swimmingly for the Yankees. I'm reading the book now. It's just, it's really strange reading because you finished sixty two, right? I didn't start it. I lived it. Well, so did I, in the sense of being on the air. It's like, it was just last year. <laughs> like uh, I'm like halfway through the book, so they're still like in the middle of the 40 and 15 start, and Judge is hitting home run, Rizzo's clobbering the ball, Stan. It's like, yeah, it's the same team. But wait till we get to the second half of the book when things started to kind of fall apart. But, God, it's not that long ago, the first half of the season. Historic. 40 and 15, Michael. Do you know that in his uh, four games that he's played, of the pitches that he's seen this year, this since coming back, Aaron Judge has seen 32% strikes. Mm. The major league average, 68%. Tell me that's not going to be an issue the rest of the way. Of course it is. Of course it is. And, th- and that's even worse because you're getting robbed of seeing what this kid can do. Right? I mean, he, he has 20 home runs despite missing however, 50 games or whatever. But he's not going to get a sniff the rest of the way if they continue to hit this way. He might get It might be as bad as Barry Bonds. Right now, honestly, tonight, if, if it's the eighth inning, raise, raise up 5-3 with the bases loaded, judge comes up, he might get walked. Just like Buck did to Barry Just like Barnes. what Buck did. Make it a 5-4 game. Get the next guy out. Why, why am I going to have Judge beat me? It's like a Yotani level. You guys hear what happened uh, with the Astros last night? Oh, oh yeah, I heard. I listen got... To, just listen. To, listen. Listen. <laughs> listen. Here's the 0-2 to Gallagher. Broken bat, soft liner. Pena catches it. And a no-hitter from Valdez. First one to greet him is Maldonado, and the rest of his teammates pile on. Fromber Valdez throws the 16th no-hitter in Houston Astros history. There you go. Think about that. Think about that. That's from KBME, 790 AM in Houston. They can. I'm assuming they're they're counting the combined no-hitter. 
That's Robert Ford. From the Yankees. And he's Michael, from New York City, too. In New York. Th- they came into the league the same year the Mets did. 62. They were the Houston Colt 45. And they've got 16 no-hitters to the Mets, too. Because the Mets had the combined no-hitter last year. Because I'm assuming of the 16, they're counting the combined no-hitter. Of course. Twice they no-hit the Yankees with a combined no-hitter. Because mm-hmm. I forgot about the one last year. So that's still amazing, right? Same amount of games played. Well, they had Nolan helping them out. If the Mets had kept Nolan Ryan. Yeah. And everybody else that had no-hitters after, like Tom Seaver. It was like Dwight a Gooden. laundry list of guys that had no-hitters after. David Cohn. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Leiter was before, right? Or was that after, too? I'm trying to remember. Leiter was with the Marlins, so that was before. Yeah, it was just before. Because oh, there's a bunch of guys before. Hideo Nomo. But, but a lot of guys after. Not good. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, let's keep things moving, shall we, guys? Uh, you know, it's up to you. It's your thing. Uh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, let's hear it. We, we mentioned earlier that Method Man showed up to, to training camp for the Jets yesterday, a lifelong uh, Jets fan. I've got some uh, nice to him and Q-Tip. That's not bad. That's not nothing. Plus uh, uh, the great Mr. C. Many, many. There's a lot of Jets fans in this town. Mr. C? Like I'm who? Not familiar with Mr. Richie C. Cunningham's dad? No, DJ Mr. C. We've talked about him many times. Big listener of the show. Legendary well, I, DJ. I apologize. Familiar, I, I want to be familiar with his work. If he's a listener to the show. Well, you, 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 should, you should do a little Google right now. He was the DJ for Big Daddy Kane. He discovered Notorious B.I.G. He's, he's done a few things in this uh, game. Well, thanks for uh, Here's Method Man uh, on one Jets drive. All right, I want to um, do a quote from Bill Parcells. You can form a whole world down the highway of years and take pats on the back as you pass, but your final reward will be heartache and tears if you cheat the man in the glass. Jets or three? One, two, three. Yes! I don't remember Bill saying that. I, 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 you know every Bar- Parcells quote? Well, Parcells just, had that whole poem, Man in the Glass. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, I don't remember that. What? God, you think Method you, Man makes stuff up? No. And if he made it up, it'd be great. But he, he only didn't. made up M E T H O D Man. M E T H O D Man. Hey, you get off my cloud. You don't know me. You don't know my style. So it's Peter, what's favorite. his real name? Clifford. Claude Vilgrain. No, it, it is Clifford, though. Um, what is Method Man's last name? I'll just go to the old uh, wick. Never let you down. Clifford's, I, I believe Smith. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Smith. 
I'm going to go Cliff- Clifford Smith is his real name. Yes, Clifford Smith Jr. Born March 2nd, 1971. God, you could really tell uh, what our moronic caller a few weeks ago was saying when he called Method Man a thug. You could really hear it there and him leading the Jets. <laughs> That's what that guy sounded like. Feeding you and feeding you. Oh, anyways. Uh, let's, um, let's hear from Bill Belichick. He's always charming. You said we'll give them a chance to compete and see how it goes. Is that implying that the quarterback job is kind of open for competition during camp? Everybody's out here competing. It's all 90 guys. Mm. Yeah, that's what we're all here for. Just go out and compete. So Mac Jones isn't necessarily your Everybody's out here competing. Like, everybody's okay. out here competing. That's what everybody's doing. So they don't have a quarterback. Still up in the air. That's how you have to. By the way, I would now, if, if I'm a reporter, tell me what you think, Don. If I'm a reporter for covering the Patriots, I just take it for what he's saying. Because he's he refuses right. to announce that Mac Jones is the quarterback. So if I'm that reporter... I go, thank you very much, Coach. You got it. So, Mac Jones is not the starting quarterback yet. Appreciate that. Thank you, Coach. Yeah. Because that's what just, he's, he's going to play games with you. If yeah, he's going to play games with you, play the game. I he's be, saying it's open competition. Yeah. I could be that guy if I was a newspaper, even though I don't control the headlines, but have a big headline in the Boston Herald tomorrow saying, Patriots still up in the air on who their starting quarterback is. And then Bill would get all upset about it. But what else are you supposed to say? Why, why are we even talking to you? If you're saying it's an open competition, then you're telling me you could lose it. Right. That has to be what it is. Because you're not telling me. If I were to say, Don, what's Daniel Jones doing in training camp? The answer would be, well, he's out here working hard as our first-string quarterback, taking those uh, first-string reps, working with his group, and, uh, you know, doing a great job. There would be no, no, not even a word that would make you think there's any sort of competition happening. So I, I, you take it at face value, or I guess you don't take it at face value. I'm you get a fan of who, obviously Bill? Of, his, of his football coaching. It's but, hard not to be, but I really, that's got to be the worst press conference in the world. Well, like don't even, don't even ask a question. Did you guys see the uh, video moving around of Dak Prescott and Trevon Diggs? In, oh, in, in I practice? did. So first of all, Dak didn't look very good in practice. Throwing interceptions, he's being tentative in the red zone. It's mm. not what you want to see if you're a Cowboy fan. I personally love it. But there's a moment where him and Diggs start jawing at each other. And of course, Diggs is their best defensive player, an absolute stud. And in their back and forth, it's being reported that Diggs said to Dak, shut your B ass up. He could go choke on it. Now, now. So what was that, Michael? Why'd you say that right then? I'm not quite sure. Odd choice of words there. Say it again, though. Say it again the exact same way. He could go choke on it. Wow. So I got to ask you guys, is there a world in which it could be seen as, as good, healthy competition to have things like that happening in practice? Or is something like that being said by a defensive, a kid, by the way, he may be a stud, but he's still a kid. Saying that to your veteran quarterback, a sign of real respect issues in that locker room. It's the latter. How can it not be? He's supposed to be your leader. He's your quarterback. I'm not saying you can't jaw back and forth, but the, with that kind of disrespect, how do you turn around and say he's our leader, he's our guy? And also, if you're the leader, then one of the offensive linemen has to grab yeah. the guy by the throat and go, no, you don't, you don't talk to our guy like that. Sorry, you don't. You, 
Because honestly, can you can you really believe that he has any respect for him? That he would say that? that you go back and forth or whatever, you know, kidding on the square, whatever. But to to say that where it's going to get out there, you, you're going to now convince me he has respect for Dak? Come on, man, that's your quarterback. I'm not saying you got to cry like Terrell Owens did, but you know, you you got to support your guy. Um, this is um. I guess breaking news mm. from the Yankees. Domingo Herman has agreed today to voluntarily submit to inpatient treatment for alcohol abuse. He will place be placed on the restricted list for the time that he is away from the club. Hmm. It is critical that Domingo completely focus on addressing his health and well-being. We will respect his privacy as he begins this process. Well, hopefully he gets the help he needs. Wow. All right. Well, now we know who's out when Cortez comes back. This is not what you want to hear, though. No. Does God, this how much? Just the way he's pitched since that perfect game. God. Does this explain the armpit? Who knows? By the way, that, that is the name of my 12th book, Don. Does this explain the armpit? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Well, that's not what we were hoping to hear, but uh, it's what's happening. Uh, Sweden will meet the U.S. in the round of 16 in the Women's World Cup. Break it down for us, Peter. I can't because I haven't seen – I've seen barely a second of the Women's World Cup. This game, I believe, kicks off at 4.30 a.m., they're in Melbourne, right? Oh, sure. No, are they in, are they in Australia or South Africa? I think they were bouncing They're back. in New Zealand and Australia. Were, yeah, and they were New, New Zealand, Zealand and, and Australia. Because okay. after they um, beat Portugal, they, they flew to Melbourne, I believe. God, so the time, that's, why, that's why the times yeah, are getting it's, worse, it's by the way. It's the other side of the planet. I mean, by the way, the... the, the Numbers viewership wise, Don, are pretty good considering. Now yeah. we'll see how we'll see how they're able to do on Sunday morning. It's a God, little dis- they, Can you think of another team more scrutinized than them though? Oh my God. We were well, I don't think we, we get we had a chance to talk about it when Michael we were away or whatever, the whole they didn't sing during the anthem. I mean, God. People pick on them like it's it's ridiculous. It's a five AM <clears throat> it's a five AM kick. I That's mean, not bad. Well, five. It's well, not I great because that, but that's legitimately like if you have got to be at work at like seven o'clock, that you know you get ready and watch but the game. It, but it's Sunday, Don. Well, people do work on Sunday. <laughs> You're a priest. <laughs> Maybe I didn't hear you say Sunday. It's Sunday but, at five a.m. That's not what you want. Now, if they could have at least given me three a.m., then maybe if you're a hardcore fan, you like you party all night and you watch the game at three. Five is a, a big ask. They've not played well. No, they have not played well the last couple of games. But I mean, I, I just want to say this: this isn't a political show. Mm. But the people who are coming down on the women's team because they weren't singing the national anthem, no. I have news for you guys. As long as you are, we won't we won't even get into a kneeling thing. Okay, I won't even have a kneeling conversation. Don't let's get let's just go with standing. If you're standing there and you're not having a conversation or like looking at your phone or like giving the middle finger 
Don, that's what's required of the well, national anthem. But that's you, what you, happens now when you're outspoken, and they're certainly an outspoken team. You know, with the some of them. equal pay and some, but you know, but but still, oh, they are how dare even, they want equal pay? And even the whole idea that you know that they celebrated the uh, the nil nil tie. Well, they advanced. I mean, I, I don't think they were celebrating how well they played. I mean, they came within a post oh. away from being eliminated, but they advanced. They can't celebrate advancing. I mean, hold on. This is so funny too. The men's team has never even sniffed anything near the level of success of the women's team. And we love them. We watch them in droves. Everyone's obsessed. God, Don, this team dominates. They're trying to win yet another World Cup. And people just sit there criticizing everything they do. All right, yeah, it wasn't it? Do you know how, do you know the idea of scrutinizing the U.S. men's team because they don't make it out of the group stage in impressive fashion? I mean, you just take whatever way to get out of the group stage you can get. I don't follow it the way that maybe you do or or soccer fans follow it, but what, but I do pay attention to it and it's, 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 it's all been negative. The reaction to them, again, I don't, I haven't watched to know what they're saying during the game, but the criticism, not singing during the anthem, the celebration after the, the tie against Portugal. uh, I mean, give me a break. They're still advanced. They could still win. And if they don't, it's still much better than the men have been able to produce. And they are getting older. Rapino isn't even a starter anymore, right? I mean, what is she, 36? Yeah, so, you know, you're not going to win every year. And they still could win. But they're outspoken, and that rubs people the wrong way. She's 38. What do you say in soccer? Shut up. I go, it's still dribbling, right? So That is a good point. They want her to shut shut up and dribble. dribble. Yeah, that's what they they want. Anyways, 5 a.m. Sunday. Go USA. That'll do it for ENN on this Wednesday evening. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.